Welcome to the Cardboard Herald Reviews, where we give you audio versions of our game reviews, then go behind the scenes of our creative process. Blood Rage, designed by Eric Lang, published by Cool Mini or Not in 2015. Two to four players, 60 to 90 minutes. Review published October 27th, 2016. Let's get this out of the way up front. This is a review of the base copy retail edition of Blood Rage. This isn't the fancy Kickstarter edition. There are no exclusives, expansions, or extras. And you know what? It's fine. Totally does not feel like it's missing anything. In my estimation, 95% of the internet's questions about this game just got answered. For the rest of you fine folks, let's get cozy and talk about a delightful game involving some rather spicy Vikings. In Blood Rage, you control a faction of Vikings trying to earn glory before Ragnarok, the Viking apocalypse. Glory is earned primarily through winning battles, completing quests, upgrading your stats, and having your units present in the region that blows up at the end of the round. Yeah, your spicy Vikings just died, but at least they died in Glorious Inferno. They're cheap anyway. You'll get them back. The game takes place over three ages, or rounds, which starts with drafting cards from that age's deck. Blood Rage really showcases how great drafting can be, because each time you pick a card, you are handing a fistful of equally awesome cards to your opponent. When the hand comes back to you, your fears are confirmed. Someone took those spectacular cards that you'd never want used against you. Your insides give a quiver of unease and anticipation because you know what you will inevitably face, and that's how everyone feels at the start of each round. Players alternate taking actions, including upgrading their faction, recruiting and moving units, and most importantly, pillaging. Pillaging is neat because you initiate battles against the region rather than specific other players. Once you declare a pillage, players can send in troops from adjacent regions until everyone passes or there are no spaces left. At that point, if there are two or more players in the pillage, a battle takes place. Battles are elegant and fierce. Select a card from your hand, resolve its effects, add its value to your unit strength, and highest total wins. That's it. Clean and simple. Oh, and every Viking who lost is sent to Valhalla. Oh, and tied players both lose. Everyone dies. What I like most about Blood Rage is it circumvents two barriers that many people have with combat-style area control games. First, like Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse, your spicy Vikings are vagrants, never really having a place to call their home. Because of this, you always feel like the board is a play area you are entering, not specifically trying to control. You don't feel burnt when you lose your home turf. Second, units are cheap and you have enough control through the cards that you draft and the upgrades you pick to adjust to a playstyle that suits you. If you hate combat, you can pick cards that gain you massive points through losing battles and having units in Valhalla. Blood Rage wants to empower you to find clever ways of getting points within its overall simple systems. Speaking of what Blood Rage wants, the game clearly aims to make an impression on the table. The production quality and artwork of the game is through the roof. Every aspect of the game has gorgeous artwork dripping with theme, the iconography is intuitive and smart, and the monster minis stand like tiny behemoths on the table, impressing your friends and intimidating your enemies. Even the basic units for each faction have different sculpts, and the detail is sometimes awe-striking. You will want to pick up and examine each mini closer, but 
the game's thematic and artistic elements aren't without their issues. It feels like Eric Lang finished his incredible game design then handed it to a hormone-addled 15-year-old to add some last-minute polish. Every woman depicted in Blood Rage is wearing what looks to be battle lingerie. The men are hulking brutes of testosterone, whose chests scream to the world, Might makes right! The use of rage as your currency in the game, and even the title of the game, Blood Rage, feels completely preposterous. The elegance of the game and the incredibly grim yet intriguing world it presents is undermined by including such over-the-top elements. When I played it for the first time, I was taken aback by how much this broke the theme for me. Eventually, I realized I could let the ridiculous schlock taint my otherwise fun expectations, or I could embrace the whole game as a tongue-in-cheek affair. I reconciled it all by deciding that it really doesn't matter much when spicy little Vikings are fighting tooth and nail only to blow up like lemmings running off so many cliffs. Somehow, I think Alice Cooper would be proud. Overall, I think Blood Rage is a brilliantly designed game. It is fast, fun, tightly balanced, and in spite of all players having identical factions at the beginning, you can branch out in interesting and rewarding ways. Players are given lots of options without being overwhelmed, and you feel like you are making meaningful decisions every turn. I do wish the game was a little less silly in its adolescent view of a culture, war, and the human body, but when I choose to view the game as a little self-aware, then it's a bit easier to embrace my spicy Vikings and enjoy what has been one of my favorite games of 2015. <music> Welcome, my friend, to the very first episode of the Cardboard Herald Reviews, and this tale section here is intended to be where myself or maybe whoever else has written a review, uh, or potentially maybe some guest experts uh, come on to talk about the creative process involved in writing the reviews, some things about the site. It's really kind of intended to be just a little bit of a, a rambly dissertation on uh, all things involved with that game or the site or the creative process that come to our mind. And so with that, I wanted to mention that if you're new to the Cardboard Herald and this is the channel that you started on, then go ahead and check out our other stuff on www.cardboardherald.com and you'll find everything that we're about. You, you'll figure it out there. But the main thing is, is that uh, we have two podcast channels. This is our new one, focusing on the reviews that we've written or recorded through any means. And the other one has interviews with creative gamers and game creators. So with that out of the way, let's go ahead and get to Blood Rage. Now, as I mentioned during the review that came out in 2015, uh, the review itself was published in 2016, and this was one of the four reviews that I launched the site with that I really started seeing if I could even write reviews. And I think it came out pretty well. The first review I actually wrote was one that's listed a little bit later on the site. Uh, was still one of the launch ones uh, for Kingdom Builder. And uh, all four of them uh, were listed at the same time. And for whatever reason, Blood Rage was the one at the bottom of the list or top of the list. However, you kind of organize that in your head. It looks to be chronologically the first one. 
And the reason why I picked Blood Rage as one of the original four was, one, it gave me kind of a, a combative style game while it's still in my wheelhouse of uh, Euro preference. Uh, when I play combat games, I tend to prefer the, the hybrid style Euro and American game. I'm a big fan of stuff like Comet, Cyclades, Scythe, uh, and obviously I'm a big fan of Blood Rage as well. The other reason why I picked Blood Rage is because it was still one of the hottest games in the world. And I guess here now in June of 2017, it's still one of the hottest games in the world. It still gets a lot of recognition. Uh, people are trying to swoop it up and people are asking questions about uh, what about those Kickstarter exclusives, all that stuff. But it, it made sense to me to pick a relatively newer game in order to have as one of our first reviews. The last reason why I picked Blood Rage is because it was a game that I had a lot of complicated thoughts about, uh, especially uh, considering how much I liked the design of the game. I really loved the design. And in fact, I really loved the setting, the, the artwork, the tone of most of the game was spot on for something that I would truly love. But then at the same time, some of the tonal choices really seemed to clash with the rest of the game. Like, I didn't know if this was supposed to be some sort of hyperbolic parody uh, or homage to heavy metal album covers of the past by titling it Blood Rage and having your currency as rage and having women as a very, very specific variety of I am a badass warrior woman who is also super sexy. And not that that's bad. I think there should be badass, sexy warrior women uh, to play with in a game about Vikings that is somewhat cartoony, but at the same time, Maybe there should be other depictions of women in there as well. There's certainly a variety of men in the artwork of the game, and I'd like to see more of a variety of the women in the game too, because I don't know about you, but I play with a lot of women like in my tabletop group. There are a lot of females, and they don't always play as the female characters, but I imagine that they would love the representation of women in a game to be as diverse as themselves. And something about uh, Blood Rage has a very, uh, I guess, objectified look at women as if the women in the game were built for men to be playing. And this hobby has enough of that already. I'd like us to kind of evolve past that uh, and really think about what players in general, not just men, not just women, what players uh, would like to see out of a, a realized and stylized and, and populated living, breathing world within the context of the games themselves. Now, actually writing the review, I, I don't have too much recollection about this one being a struggle other than I really wanted to effectively communicate how much I like this game and truly recommend this game, but also to pay attention to some of the things that I didn't like about Blood Rage. And that's a challenging thing to do for a reviewer. I think it's a challenging thing to do for anyone, but uh, as someone publishing stuff on the internet, I, I, 
I didn't want one, a backlash of people who are upset that I have an opinion that may be different than others. Uh, and two, that I, I wanted to effectively communicate me as a person that I don't really think it in binaries that something is either wholly good or wholly bad. Uh, and in fact, many of my favorite, favorite things in the world are somewhat flawed. And I think that was the only struggle that I had in this review is um, treading that line and, and balancing things. And I think I did. Um, looking back and reading it, it's actually much better than I expected it to be because I'm many, many more reviews in with much more experience uh, and feedback at this point. And yet this one still seems pretty entertaining to me and holds true to my feelings of the game at this point. So I am proud that it was one of my launch reviews and I'm so glad that I still have Blood Rage in my collection. I still really love it. And I am so glad that this is kind of the touchstone, the beginning for this, the Cardboard Herald review. So I think we'll leave it at that. Uh, look out in the future for more reviews on this channel. I'm going to be practicing at this certainly much more and have more thoughts and kind of define what this section is. But at the very minimum, you're going to get good reviews. You're going to get to spend more time with me, your favorite person in the world, Jack Eddy. And of course, it's more Cardboard Herald content. Go find us at Cardboard Herald on Twitter. You can email us, cardboardherald at gmail.com. If there's a particular game you'd love for us to review, I want to hear about it. That's great feedback. And then, of course, you can go to the site, www.cardboardherald.com. Wanted to give two quick uh, thank yous uh, to this. One is to Rob Conley of the Paper Heroes podcast. Uh, he was patient enough to sit down uh, while I worked on the music for this show, which I'm a really big fan of. And he's he's a buddy of mine, and we hang out all the time. But he, he was patient enough to just be the guy to give me feedback on, well, what about this? Well, what about this? What do you think about this? Because he's a very talented musician himself. The other one is to give a thank you and shout out to C.M. Perry. Uh, you can find him at BH Futurist on Twitter, uh, which stands for the Bright Hope Futurist. He is a friend of the show uh, who did the redesign of the Cardboard Herald logo, which is currently the uh, Twitter icon and um, also the icon for this, the review channel. So for now, Thank you for listening. Keep on gaming.